Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. Welcome back to The Motivated Mind, a top 100 health podcast, thanks to each of you. This is episode 282, and I'm your host, Scott Lynch. Thanks so much for listening. If I brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe or follow button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. Communities with shared interests, values, thoughts, and attitudes encourage us to live better, to strive for more, and focus on the results we're looking for creating a sense of belonging, acceptance, understanding, and inspiration. This is exactly what you get from joining my free Discord community, Motivated Minds. On top of this, this group enables me to interact with each of you real-time for more in-depth conversations. Click the link in the show notes to join today. See you all in the group. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. We've all had dreams of being someone or something different than what we are, whether it be in our personal life, career, education, or health, we may have wished for greater levels of success or to finally break out of our everyday routines and achieve happiness. But how do we go about actually becoming the person we've always wanted to be? If we can continually adapt, we can take control of our future and start creating the life that we want. So how can we adapt? What sort of strategies can we implement to perpetually reinvent ourselves? Number one, refuse to allow titles to define you. The world is ever evolving. And many of us struggle with this continual morphing. In the distant past, the road to success was straightforward. 
meaning we could earn a degree, land a stable job, and save up for a comfortable retirement. Now, while that road still might seem possible for some, that road has become a thing of the past for most. Yet, many of us still hold on to this possibility. And at the expense of crushing student debt, credit card debt, and crazy mortgages. Today's road is less linear, a road which is not fixed. One where the route to success is not pre-established. Each of us needs to blaze our own path. So, what does all of this mean for us and our ability to reinvent ourselves? Well, one of the keys is simply refusing to let our titles define us. I'll give you an example. Let's look at a company. Let's look at Google. They exemplify reinvention. While at the core of their business, they're a search engine, and many of us would think that their projects and acquisitions are search-related. However, they're totally different Things like self-driving vehicles, Nest Thermostat, Fitbit, and on and on. So, where am I going with all of this? Google doesn't let its title, a search engine, define it. The people running the company, the executives, they don't let their titles define them. Meaning, a number of their degrees are most likely outside of the scope of computer science, and their focus is centered around solving problems. Now, with all of this said, breaking free from these titles is certainly easier said than done, as are most things in life, but that doesn't mean it's impossible. When we allow titles to define us, we erect tall walls around us. And this means every step that we take sits inside of those walls. We become prisoners to these walls, to these titles, which makes it extremely difficult to become that person we want to become. Number two, practice your passion daily. If you take a look back in history, you'll find an interesting trend. Some of history's most creative individuals have also been the most prolific. For example, Pablo Picasso, he created 50,000 pieces of art. Jimi Hendrix recorded enough music to fill around 70 albums despite only being alive for 27 years. Now, I want to be clear. This doesn't mean we need to dedicate every waking hour of our lives to being creative. However, there's a direct correlation between high production and sharpening our talents and craft. There are two interesting figures that really highlight this correlation. And Barbara Cortland is one of those figures. In 1983, she set the world record for writing the most novels in a single year. A staggering 23 novels to be specific. And guess what? Her passion? It was writing. 
And because this was her passion, she became dedicated. And that dedication led her to publishing 723 novels and selling 600 million copies of them. Another example is rapper Coolio, who just recently passed in September of last year. As a child, he had his sights set on becoming a famous rapper, and his passion provided him with the discipline to practice and refine his craft over 17 years. And in 1994, that dedication paid off. He received his first big hit, and then the following year, that dedication paid off even more. His song, Gangsta's Paradise, at that time, became the number one song in the world. Now, while these are great examples of dedication and continual practice around their craft, how do we find our craft? How do we identify the direction of our compass? One way is to look back at our childhood and ask ourselves, what did I love doing or dream of doing back then? And another way that we can ask this question, which activity made me lose my sense of time while doing it or imagining it? The answer to those questions is your answer. Now, you may come up with these answers and they may seem childish or difficult to practice today. However, look for the reasons why these were important to you. The chemical makeup of them may be very telling. I'll give you an example. Before Airbnb was what it is today, Chip Conley received an invitation in 2013 from the young founders of Airbnb. And that invitation was to help the founders transform their business into what it is today. But that's not the interesting part here. No, it was the fact that he said yes, and more importantly, why he said yes. As a child, he always imagined himself running a restaurant. And this idea is what led him into the hospitality industry. When we ask ourselves better questions, we get better answers. And these answers can be life-altering. Number three, find things that will fill you with a burning desire to start your day. Imagine waking up and feeling so motivated and excited about the day ahead. So motivated, in fact, that you bounce right out of bed. For many, this is exactly that, an imagined and potentially unpractical place to get. If that's the case, and you're one of those people thinking that way, it's a good indication that you need to identify specific goals and activities that will fill you with a burning desire to start your day and pursue your passions. When we find these seeds and we water them, it gives us the drive to overcome any obstacles blocking our path. Not only does this give us the drive, it gives us the power to overcome our fear 
of failure. I'll give you an example of this playing out. Let's look at the famous band, The Rolling Stones. Two of its founding members, Mick Jagger and Keith Richards, were childhood friends who were brought back together over their passion for music, which ultimately led them to form the band. But the ending of this story is not the interesting part of the story, not even how they reconnected and let music light their path to something historical in the music industry. It's the obstacles they faced along that journey. See, music critics at first heavily criticized their songs, stating that Mick Jagger's voice was fuzzy and undisciplined, even complete chaos. But that didn't stop them. It didn't make them curl up to fear. No, they welcomed every gig they could get, performing 200 concerts a year. Even though these concerts drove little earnings and many even attracted very small audiences, some as small as four people, they kept going. The moral of the story is this. Music was their burning desire. It was this desire that enabled them to overcome their fear of failure. And this allowed them to create one of the most successful bands of all time. When we locate that desire, we provide ourselves with a springboard to get us over that fear of failure. Number four, locate your determination. Let's say we've sparked our burning desire and we've identified our talent. We should be well on our way, right? Well, there's something critical we all need. It's the same element a fire needs to keep burning. Fuel. Once we've ignited our inner fire, we need to keep fueling it. And sure, one way we can keep doing this is through practice, as we discussed earlier. However, habitual practice takes great willpower. And this is exactly why determination becomes a necessary ingredient. It's one of the key ingredients to success because without it, our talents wither away before we have the opportunity to harvest it. A good example of this is the ruthless determination of Serena Williams. She's someone that has achieved major success in tennis through her talents. Now, she didn't acquire her talents overnight. No, it took her years and years of hard work to develop them. If you've ever seen the movie King Richards, which I highly recommend, you're aware that she started training with her father at only three years old. By the time she turned 10, she achieved her first success, playing in the junior circuit. And of course, she didn't stop there. She kept practicing and competing, leading to 23 Grand Slam titles, making her one of the greatest tennis players in history. And this success can be attributed to her determination. Now, there's also another source of fuel, being broke, having nothing, being the underdog, a good example here would be Damon John. Many people know him as one of the investors on the TV show Shark Tank, but he's much more accomplished than just 
this. He has an extremely inspirational story about his success. When he was just a child, his mother taught him how to sew wool hats. And after sewing 80 of them, he sold each of them for $10, bringing in $800, a large amount of money for a family struggling to make ends meet. This was the fuel that sparked his fire. This is what led him to starting the clothing brand FUBU, and within a few years, the company was doing millions in sales. Let both of these stories be a reminder of one of the most powerful fuels, determination. Number five, remember your values. Our values are what guides us on our journey to success. Losing sight of these values means we run the risk of losing our way. A great example of this can be found with many third-generation businesses. Third-generation businesses fail at a rate of 90%. Now, why is this? Well, they start with a set of guiding values, and through generations, as the business is passed down, those values are passed along. Or, at least that is the hope. However, with each pass, those values become weaker and weaker until they're non-existent. When we keep sight of our values, we keep our eyes on our goals. And we shouldn't just stop there. To truly make progress, we have to ensure we're making decisions that help us grow. Now, you're probably thinking, well, no shit, Scott. Here's what I mean. Every time we make a decision in our careers, with our business, in our personal lives, we should ask ourselves a very critical question. Was my decision fear-based or growth-oriented? Many decisions that we make daily are fear-based. Many people take a 9-to-5 because they fear going broke and rather put their dreams on hold. Many people tolerate a job and a boss that treats them like shit because they fear not having money. Many people blow their income on material items to impress others because they fear not looking successful. When we make fear-based decisions, it generally points towards an underlying insecurity. It's very natural to make fear-based decisions. However, Making decisions based on fear will deter us from becoming the person we want to be. The good news is that it's never too late to reverse course. When we do, we feel a profound sense of empowerment and freedom, and we start our journey to becoming the person we've always wanted to be. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into how to become the person you've always wanted to be. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Motivated Scott. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening.
The Motivated Mind is a legacy division.